This episode with Steve the Dinosaur does have a trigger warning for brief conversations about suicide. Welcome to the Power of Plushies podcast hosted by me, Humphrey, and his human. Today, I am joined by Holly May and Steven Dinosaur, all the way from Wales, and uh, possibly the zoo with all of their animals. Yes, with the many, many animals. <laughs> Welcome, you guys. Yeah, yeah. Here. Thank you for having us. I'm the zoo animals. <laughs> um. We're, we've had technical difficulties, so we're, we're like, take one, take two, take three, I take know. 16. Um, <laughs> but we're super excited that you're sticking it out with us. And um, we wanted to, we, well, why don't you tell the listeners, we, you've been teaching us some, you've been teaching us some whales. Some Welsh. So, or some Welsh, sorry, some Welsh. No, in Wales, you speak Welsh. <laughs> I know some people say, Do you speak Wales? It's like, I can't speak Wales, I can speak English and Welsh. <laughs> um, I also speak shark <laughs> and oh, dolphin. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, some Welsh that we were teaching, um, as it's morning for you, good morning in Wales, it's Borodar. And as it's afternoon for me, oh, it's Grimhounder. Grimhounder. And then after the many takes when you say goodbye to someone, it's Hoylvar. Hoylvar? Hoylvar. That's so cool. I love, I love learning about different places and cultures. So thank you for That's teaching cool. us and the listeners. Um, why don't we start out... Um, by you can talk to us a little bit about your family and your background um, okay. growing up in Wales yeah it is a little bit tough my background so I, I do want to put like a little sensitive out there for anyone listening um I'm turning... sure and I'll put a little trigger warning in in the yeah. top of the show too because so feel free to talk about whatever you like Thank you. I am turning 20 in April, so there's not, it's not a huge background to cover. But growing up, it was just my mum and my sister were such a close family. And through Steve's Instagram, you'll always see my mum, Sean, and my sister, Megan, always through Steve's posts. Um, yeah, we were, we're all such a close family. We do everything together, even like my mum's sister, my mum's mum we're all so close but growing up on the side of that with school I was severely bullied I would have my knuckles scraped down the wall I had a phone chucked at my face to give me a black eye um when I turned seven I got diagnosed with dyslexia so I struggled to read and write. So that's why if you see any of Steve's posts and go, this don't make sense. To me, it does. So I do apologize. Um, and then when I turned 16, yeah. I was diagnosed with autism, which was quite hard for being a young adult 
to get a diagnosis for autism. So that was a bumpy few years. And like on top of that, yeah, as you well, don't hear. Yeah, go on. You don't hear very often about um, autism once you hit those ages. Oh, that, that, and that's it's one thing common. that like, surprised me was we'd go to these centres help and my mum would turn around and go, just to let you know, my daughter is autistic. And when they'd look at me, they're like, well, yeah. how old are you? It's like, I am, I'm 19. And it's like, oh, we don't really see autistic adults like we are out there I promise yeah Yeah. and it's really good that you're advocating for that because um, like you said you just don't really see it that often you often Mm. hear about smaller children being autistic but just because you turn 16 or 18 doesn't mean autism magically goes away yeah and it's not like the autism fairy comes and, oh, you're, it's gone now. So go ahead out there and live your life, you know? <laughs> and that's like one thing that I do a lot through Steve's posts is just for people to know that there is autism people out there who are adults. Yeah. And because like I sometimes get told, oh, you must be, or how to say this, like, quite silly in the head because you've got autism I was like no I I can function I can do everything I'm just spreading awareness that there is adult people out here and we are we're normal human beings Mm -hmm. one thing you told me that I found interesting why don't you tell people about the fridge that I found interesting? oh yes the fridge so autistic people connect to noises um they can connect to anything I'm connected to a dinosaur that's I've got tons in my room I'm this is like my own zoo in my bedroom I think I'm in Jurassic Park but some people connect with noises and you quite often find an autistic person likes the sound of a fridge so if they're Mm. having a moment of panic or they just need to calm down they'll go hug the fridge because of that noise is just so soothing to an autistic person. Mine isn't a fridge, mine's my fan. And when I feel, if I'm having a moment where I, I can't, I'm stressing or the world is getting too much for me, I come and sit down with a fan on me just because of the noise, it keeps me so calm and I'm fine. Yeah. No, I, it's, it's those little connections and like you said you have you know your fan for the noise you have your Jurassic Park in your room (laughs) 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 Steve and all of the dinosaurs and um and it's a way to keep you connected and a way to keep you grounded and um you're a super Disney fan oh yes it's Disney all the way yeah and like I don't know if it's because of my autism I'm I'm big kid at heart I'll throw my hands up in the air someone says let's go Disney I'm there I'm going to Disney but even like people are like oh you can't be autistic if you can go to Disney I still have to take ear defenders 
So headphone defenders, so like if there's yeah. fireworks going off or there's crowds of people, I'll start panicking. So I've got to have these earphones on so I can't hear anyone. But no, yeah. it's also like my Steve, like my escapism to calm down, to relax and just, just be a kid again with Disney. <laughs> yeah no that's i mean i think it's cool and you went to disney and met other plushies yes i did that was that was so (laughs) magical so i've got a friend up the road well we say up the road you're looking at about an hour drive called peter the teddy bear and we met once at a craft yeah because we have a craft page which is a Welsh word. So it's called Shani Flewog, which means hairy caterpillar. Okay. So we make little fairies. So we did this fairy thing, craft fair. Um, Peter Peter came along to it and they were like, hi, I'm Peter. And I was like, oh my goodness, it's so nice to meet you. So we became good friends through that. And like, I'll talk to his human. I've got their phone number. Oh, let's well. And I was like, oh, I'm going to Disney. And they're like, oh, when are you going? I sent the dates over. His human replied with, we're going on the same dates. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, what coach? Cut? I was like, have we booked the same holiday? Um, they booked with, That's so cool. Yeah, they booked with a different coach company that we were. We left on the same day. We came back on the same day. And I messaged them whilst we were at Disney. I was like, any chance? Where are you? And I was like, oh, you're five minutes from what part of Disney I was in. I'll come and walk up now and meet you. And it's like, we met them at being Disney as well. Oh, that's so much fun. I want to come to I saw the pictures and I was like, oh, that looks just so cool to do a plushy meetup. Like, that's my dream. I absolutely would love it. I'd (laughs) love to do more. I'm hoping, like... Because I've got a rare skin condition as well. Um, yeah. Not to sound racist in any way. I'm turning black. I'm a white yeah. girl turning black in a way. And there's nothing they can do mm-hmm. for this. There's no treatment. There's no nothing. So I'm hoping like I could go to come to America to look for treatment. And I'm hoping to meet like some of you guys in America. Because that would just be my dream we would love it and there is a ton of plushies down by disneyland disney world so i mean i would be down for a trip (laughs) god god willing let's get rid of this pandemic but yeah i would be totally willing to go and it's like you saying you love learning about stuff from other places and that would be my dream like even not just to go to disney in america but there's so many states i would I would spend the day like, show me this state. What do you do in this state? You should totally come here. Like we, like in Minnesota, I know I'm a Minnesota lover, so I'm completely biased because I never want to move. Although I like love going other places, my home is here. My heart is here. And so I'm in love with my state and I always feel like there's so much nature around lots of lakes Mm -hmm. and I mean it's pretty flat until you get up north but there's just so much to see and it's very serene and beautiful here in my opinion 
But like I said, I'm biased. Uh, it'd be like <laughs> me saying you've got to come to Cardiff because we've got fields yeah. upon fields and there's an odd sheep here and an odd sheep there and the coast. Yeah. Uh, I would... And it and it's just, it's home. Yeah. It's like those sheep and the coast and like uh, I mean it just kind of you'll go like I'll travel for example to Greece and I'm like I just love that there's goats everywhere Mm -hmm. and everywhere you go it's a twisty turny path and there is a goat everywhere and then you know you go to Germany and you're like oh my gosh there's a castle here and a castle there and it just feels like every five minutes (laughs) yeah and and so every place has their thing but for some reason, Minnesota just feels like my heart belongs oh, here. It's, it's just so nice. And I don't know. It, I, as much as I love traveling and meeting new people, yeah. I really feel like I belong in this frigid <laughs> tundra. <laughs> we have I, I'm frozen to the ground. I can't move. <laughs> like we have a list of states in America. Minnesota is on there. So, because we've never, yeah, oh, we've no. never been to the USA. The furthest on a holiday we've gone is we've managed to take Steve to Canada. That's the furthest across the pond well, we've ever gone. In regards to your, in regards to your skin um, condition, mm-hmm. I will say that Minnesota has the top doctors in the world. Mm-hmm. We have the Mayo Clinic here, and so. Um, literally like royalty and kings and you know world leaders come here to seek treatment and so they they'll come for like the most bizarre things or the most serious of things and so um whenever I'm um at at work a lot of times people will be traveling through and I'll know right away that they're traveling for medicine because they have loads of money they're from some exotic place well exotic exotic to me because I haven't been Mm. there and um they they're coming for medical treatment so we're kind of like a medical (laughs) destination I think that's gotta go on my medical list now I gotta go there because I would need new medicine because all they've given for this like rough bad skin like you can see it in some of my photos that I take with Steve if it's me my skin is a bit darker is rubbing alcohol and if the rubbing alcohol doesn't work they've actually this is a medical person a doctor has turned around to me and said I need to wash in bleach and acid and I think the worst part, and that's just so yeah. not professional. Sounding. And the worst part as well, they said it's not medical bleach or acid; it is shop bought with more chemicals. Oh my god! So go to the local shop. <sighs> You're like, is that gonna like cause it? That seems like it would cause it to be worse and give. Sober. Yeah, he did say it'll get the blackness away, but you will be scarred head to toe. And I thought to myself, I'd rather be covered in this skin than be covered in scars. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. No, yeah, come. I mean, I would say seek seek treatment somewhere. 
an uh, um, unpaid advertisement for the Mayo Clinic. I would say go somewhere like that. They they really know what they're doing there. You told me at one point you feel like you're turning into yeah, Steve. It's, um, it feels like scales, to put it in a, a funny way of saying it. But it's yeah. that thick. I I can't go anywhere without Steve. And I had to have my blood taken because I got so much issues going on. And the lady at the doctor's was like, right, three, two, one, we're going to put the needle in. And she looked at me and she goes, Holly, we can't get the needle into your arm. I was like, what, what do you mean you can't get the needle in? She goes, your bad skin is that tough. The needle is not actually oh breaking gosh. it to go into the vein. So I'm now clenching Steve as tight as I could, getting upset because this needle's not going in. And she looked at me and she saw the dinosaur. She goes, you're oh. actually turning into a dinosaur. And that just made my day. I was like, yes, turning into a dinosaur. What more could I want? <laughs> you're like, okay, I can oh, handle definitely. this. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, it's... It's kind of cool that you have Steve as your mascot then. Yeah, in a he's, way. he's my comforter. Like little... I can't go anywhere without him. And I totally get that because that's how I am oh. with Humphrey. I can't go anywhere without Humphrey. So, and I and I get it. And I'm, I told you, I've told the story before, maybe you've heard it, maybe not, but it was actually an autistic person that inspired me to carry him. Oh, wow. And I felt so deeply connected to that autistic person that was, um, they were using their headphones as a coping mechanism. And I was like, you know what? I, this is my coping mechanism. Humphrey is my thing. And I, I just felt so empowered by that autistic person that I was like, I'm doing this. Like, this is how I'm going to manage my way oh, in definitely. the world. And so, yeah, it was it was actually an autistic person that empowered awesome. me. And you have, <laughs> yeah. So, like, you're saying, like, we need autistic people and you're completely normal and I can verify, like, we need yeah. autistic people because I wouldn't be going out into the world the way that I am if it wasn't for an autistic Aww, person. I, that, no. That's, that's really, t- I love that. Like, hearing you saying that you can't go out without you needing your Humphrey. Steve actually saved my life. Yeah. Um, so... I don't know, I can't remember if I said this or if this was one of the other takes. I nearly lost my mum seven years ago to surgery. It went completely wrong and she was battling for her life. And touch wood, praise every god that's up there or anything. She fought through it and she lived and she's still alive today. But it took me... It gave me bad depression. It gave me PTSD. Um, and I'm sorry to say this for any of the listener, listeners. I've tried to commit suicide five times in the past six, seven years. And 
my mum has actually caught me trying. And that just broke her because she opened my bedroom door. I won't say because it is it's sensitive for people to hear stuff like this. I completely understand. But when she came in and saw what I was trying to do, it broke my mum. And it broke me even more seeing how upset my mum was. So with my depression, she was yeah. like, right, come on, we got to go to the museum. That would cheer Holly up. So I thought, okay, I don't leave my house. I like the museum. But she was a bit sneaky and she took me to Cardiff Castle that we have by our museum to have a picnic. And I just wanted to go home. Yeah. I was not loving it. My depression was kind of like eating me up. I just wanted to get out of there. And then she was like, because you did it, you went to the castle, we had a picnic, I'll take you to the museum. So I dragged my mum and my sister on the dinosaur section. Because, of course, when we go, it's all yeah. about the dinosaurs. Um, my mum was like, Holly, because you were so good, you got something from the shop, and so does my sister Megan. So we're having a look through the shop, and it was like, it was kind of like a love at first sight. I, I saw Steve, and I thought, oh my, just like, I, I want him. I've, I don't know why, but I didn't have enough money for him. And my sister said, Holly, I'll get him for you. I'll give you my money. And I was like, really, Megan, you don't have to do that. And she goes, no, you've been through some lot and you came for the picnic. You deserve him. So we bought Steve. I was quite teary because my sister did that. Um, And then I thought I need to name him. So my sister's nickname is actually Steve from Minecraft. Because I knew how to change a Minecraft name and she didn't. (laughs) So she would run around as Steve and I found that hilarious. (laughs) <laughs> it would be whatever and it's like oh holly and steve it was i i couldn't stop laughing oh. so i thought out of courtesy of megan my sister buying me this dinosaur i will call him steve so we came home with steve and for about two three years i didn't try to commit suicide because i had steve with me and during this time well we had Steve and then about four or five months later my sister was like to get you out of the house take a photo of him and put him on Instagram every day so that's why Steve's Instagram is here was it was to stop me from either no longer being here or being eaten up inside the house I think that's so beautiful how that evolved so and now steve i can't get him off instagram there's so much love and i feel like you guys the plush community is all my family yeah we're all here that's for sure you're not getting rid of us (laughs) i didn't have many friends growing up and knowing that i will just go on instagram and i'll get a message from someone saying oh i love you steve and that's just made my day or i'll go on Instagram and I'll post a photo and I'm not in it for the likes or the comments but when someone messages me oh I hope you have an amazing day what a lovely photo it that means so much to me I I get quite teary because of it and I I can feel myself getting teary now actually 
because we're not alone yeah it's like a little yeah it's like a little push to know like you matter Mm. you're here Steve's here and you're together you're part of you're part of Uh, something something it just is a huge my huge family and it's it's also and and go on I was gonna I, I I was just gonna say like even though you have like your physical family somehow having these um teddy bears and these dinosaurs or plushies of whatever they are it somehow um somehow you're not able to recognize yourself like at least for me I felt like I just felt like I disappeared yeah. a little bit and so having like this this bear and in your case this dinosaur it helps you recognize oh, who you are and that might sound so weird but it's true it helps you recognize yeah recognize yourself and love yourself and give yourself value and it sounds so crazy to people that don't get it but when you've been in that deep deep low and you've been so beaten down, depressed, you've just hit rock bottom. And you need that little something to climb yeah. out. And something so small as a little toy. And this is why I'm here. I'm going to take a picture. And, and you're not saying that toy has more value than your life. But it's like, it's a way to picture Definitely. yourself almost and acknowledge like I'm here I'm in this space oh, I, should... no, I don't know and it sounds like that's kind of what yeah. you were doing with with Stephen taking pictures and it, it gave you this real it because it, it means I've got to go out and it also means like I know people say like don't talk to strangers and I'm I'm one to promote that but when you're out and someone's like oh that's a nice dinosaur why why are you taking photos of him and just to say oh he's got Instagram mm-hmm. and then you start a conversation with someone and they're interested mm-hmm. in it that's what makes my day or if you if I see someone who are my friends are quite sad on the Instagram it means a lot when I just need to message them and drop them a message saying are you okay do you need anything like that's what I'm a loving person I've got so much love to give and I try so hard to make sure everyone else yeah is happy because it's also one reason why I put together plushy secret santa I just thought, yeah. So, for those who don't know what a secret Santa is, it's people who get together, dish out names randomly, and you buy a little gift for that person. And then around Christmas, they'll open it and they sometimes keep it anonymous and they will just be thankful for the gift. And I thought, I would actually like for this whole community to come together. I know, like, 
some people celebrate Christmas, some people don't. Some people celebrate on the 24th, 25th, or some people don't celebrate it till January. I just thought to bring so many people together. So it doesn't matter if you're black, white, if you're from America, if you're from Australia, we're all the same and we're all going to have a lovely Christmas together. I don't mind what you are, if you're a dinosaur, if you're a fish, or even down to if you're a small shop, I just want everyone to have a good Christmas. So I'll bring everyone together. I'll distribute names and addresses and information that people need. And then I just say, go and buy a little gift for someone to make their Christmas. Mm-hmm. And that's only the reason why I did it. I just want so many people to feel loved and to know that they do matter. I think that's so cool. It's so genuine and pure. And you have a really good turnout with it. I think it's I've I think it's so much fun. Had this well last year, twenty twenty, even with the pandemic going on, I had a hundred and fourteen people all come together so we could celebrate Christmas. And um, I opened yeah. it up to everyone, so I had some small shops. I had people who didn't have plushies, yeah. like my cousin. She joined in. I had plushies. Yeah. Because I want everyone, I want everyone to feel welcome. That's so fun. Yeah. No, I get it. It's like, it's so cool. Like, everyone is just a part of something globally, worldwide. And they're just really enjoying themselves in an innocent way. It's it's pure love. I love love it. It's and that's, like, like when I see you, I can hate you for no reason. That's not me. I can see you and I can love you. I might not know you, but I can love you. And that's what I do. I don't I don't see hate in people. I try not to anyway. I just see a lot of love and care from people. So that's why like, yeah. if some of the plushies, if you listen to this, if you get a message from me saying I love you, it's because I'm thankful for your friendship. I'm I'm thankful that you guys are who you are. Completely, yeah, that resonates with me. And how you were talking about, um, you know, oh, don't talk to strangers. Like that's such a that's such mm-hmm. a thing in our culture today. Like not talking to strangers and just almost not acknowledging people. But there is something really big about acknowledging your Mm. fellow global citizen and it doesn't have to you don't have to tell them your life story you don't have to tell them everything about yourself or your most private secrets but you can just make small talk and say hello I mean obviously not to someone that's creeping you out or giving you bad vibes but like whatever happened to just you know being respectful and and making that small talk and being pleasant with each other I hate the culture that's all about like you people people suck people I hate that it's not funny it's not cool and we need to focus on loving each other more rather than talking about how much we and a simple hello can go a long way for some people yes yes I mean if you're if you're standing in line together 
what's wrong with talking about, you know, like, oh, I've, you know, if you're standing in the grocery line, oh, yeah, that's my favorite or, cheese, too. What, or whatever. It's a nice day out today, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Like, oh, yeah. Or, oh, that oh, cashier's working so hard. I mean, something. Like, you can say anything. Like, just keep it positive and be nice. Like, yeah. oh, it's there's no shame Definitely. in, in being I know friendly. I'm one of those who say don't talk to and strangers. I, but what I mean is, like, if you're standing in line to get cash out, you don't want to be like, hi, how are you doing? What are you getting out today? They wouldn't want that. <laughs> How many twenties? How yeah, many twenties do you have in your wallet? Ahead, I've got to get like fifty out. That's that's a bit. Why you just? Because I've always been told growing up is smile and wave to service people. So if I see an ambulance or police or even just down to the postman, yeah. I always smile and wave because you don't know what they're going through, and that smile and wave could mean a thousand words to them. So if people walk past my house, yeah, they'll just see me sat on the sofa, exactly. like just smiling and waving with Steve, which is like, hi. Nope, I agree 100%. And we have we have that too. Like we'll have, we have a lot of um, police officers or who have, uh, crew workers in the neighborhood that, um, you know, like city workers for the pipes or the trees or whatever. And we always do that. We, you know, stand outside, smile, wave if we're, you know, getting the mail or, or taking care of the grass or whatever. And it's so important because so many people now, they turn their back to their neighbor, they turn, you know, mm-hmm. literally, they'll turn their back to their neighbor, and they won't smile, and they won't wave. And it's just become this culture of hating people. And I think the plushy community is so different than that and if you are a plushy uh, if you're a plushy person at heart I almost feel like it 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 seeps into the world like you'll yeah you'll act like that in in your um human life too if you're a plushy person in the community like on the the Instagram yeah definitely it's a dog person if you're taking your dog for a walk and you see another dog person you'd stop and have a conversation about the breeds and but another person who don't have a dog they'll just go like can you get it away from me (laughs) but on your Instagram stories like you can have them for 24 hours because about it's coming up to two years I lost my mum's godson and I just put out there, like, guys, uh, Steve's going to be a bit quiet. We're going through a bit of grief. And these, you guys who don't physically know me, I've never had so much support. Like, Steve, if you need me, drop me a message. Or, Steve, I'm sending you big hugs. I felt so much love from the fact that you guys personally don't know me and I'm grieving, but yet you're so coming to give me so much love I can't thank you all enough it's here too it's not um it's not phony because I've had so many people message me and they'll just say hi Humphrey and I'll respond back 
and say, hey, what's going on? And I'll find out that, you know, they lost their job Mm. or their grandpa died or whatever. And we'll talk and talk it out. I love it. So what, why don't you tell me what, I mean, it's all, I, I feel like the listeners will kind of already know this, but why don't you talk to me about some of the things that Steve oh, wow. has helped you Well, overcome? Steve is on my chest at the moment, so I know I'm squeezing him tight with saying this. I, Steve, well, of course, he's <laughs> stopped me from trying to commit suicide. He's made me want to live. Yeah. Like, of course, I want to live for my family and all that. But Mm -hmm. having Steve by my side as well, he's like my own child. It would kill me knowing that what I'd be losing. He's helped me overcome going out in public because people stare at the bad skin. But I know when I've got him, all I got is him. Mm -hmm. I don't. He's let me meet up with Peter the teddy bear. Like I wouldn't have done that two, three years ago. I would have just still be sat in my room going, nope, I am not going anywhere. But having Steve, I'm like, yep, yeah, when's the next coffee date? I just, like, I wouldn't have been able to do this <laughs> and have such a good laugh. Like, if you asked me two, three years ago, I would have said, no, I don't, I don't think so. But now... I'm happy to talk about my story. And there's still there's still some plushies that will say, yeah. I'm not ready, but Definitely. you're living proof that you'll get there. And someday. And I'm also. <laughs> so keep going. I've had a few people message me <laughs> like. trying. Please don't bite me because being a dinosaur. And I'm like, I'm, I promise I'm friendly. I don't bite. But I'm also. I'm also here with open arms. If anyone yeah. wants to phone me, to message me, to have a video call, I'm here. It will stay between me and you. Yeah, yep. I'm here for anyone who just wants a chat or wants a cuddle. I'm here. Yeah. And Steve's helped me overcome that. Yeah. And you have the most gone you have the most tender heart you have the most tender heart and kind soothing voice you're extremely beautiful and loving and this means a lot to me because i don't ever hear this so that's also why i'm quite grateful that i have all you guys that's sorry that's actually me quite tearful oh thank you I mean every word, Holly May. You're gorgeous. You're, we, uh, the community absolutely loves you. So, thank you guys. We're, we're that, very that, blessed. That, to have that you. means a lot to me. I love you guys all. Yeah. And like I said, you're yeah. my family now. You've joined the Welshies. <laughs> oh, this, this means oh, so yeah, much. For thank sure. you. <laughs> Well, I hope everyone gives you a so follow. So you can Tell follow can Steve, not Holly May, I was about to say my name then. No, you can follow Steve Dinosaur on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah, not sorry. Holly. It's I am Steve. through Steve. Follow so Steve. it's Steve Dinosaur <laughs> Zero One. 
Yeah, so Steve Dinosaur Zero One. He's a friendly red Spinosaurus. I promise he don't bite, and neither do I. I'm here with open arms if anyone wants to drop me a message. That's where you can only find Steve at the moment. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say everyone give him a give him a follow and some love. He's absolutely adorable. And um I hope oh, everyone enjoyed you. this. I just want to put out that keep your eyes peeled because I'll be taking names <laughs> for Secret Santa again soon. And I have a few more stuff planned at my for the community. Yeah, keep um everyone keep your eyes open about the Secret Honestly, Santa if people who haven't joined join. and are contemplating it, please do. If you need someone closer to you, let me know. I'll find someone. It's just to get Christmas all together. Not everyone loves a bit of Christmas. Even if you don't celebrate it, I'll make you love a bit of Christmas. Yeah, you don't necessarily have to celebrate the holiday. Yeah, and it doesn't even have to be a Christmas present. It could just, Just even if it's a teddy, a plushie, or could be a hand-drawn painting. Yeah, yeah, it can just be, some. like you said, some people celebrate new year's or the three kings day or whatever it can be just kind of around that time of the year yeah so and i i do mean everyone small shops people without plushies people with plushies or even if you've got a tra- child i do have to say though over the age of five because of over the age of five because the child yeah, more than one can- five <laughs> They send sweets. I don't want to be involved with choking hazards. I don't want to be in trouble for that. So over the age of five kids, anyone's welcome, oh, even yeah, teenagers, yeah. because I know there are a few teenagers. But no, thank yeah. you. So everybody, check that check that out. It's super fun. I have loved seeing all the posts from it. Oh, and thank you. And again, yeah, it's Steve Dinosaur 01. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for joining. You're welcome. And thank you again for having me. And as we'd say now, as we're leaving, Hoyle Vowl. Mm-hmm.